Hey, everybody. I'm C. I'm Jen. And you're listening to Tom Tit and Baobab. Welcome to Tom Titten Baobab, the New York Times Spelling Bee inspired podcast that's all about words, word games, and the word nerds who love them. Let's spread the love today, Jen. The love. So <laughs> Cupid came to visit for Valentine's Day, huh? Wasn't it nice of Sam to put that word in on February 14th? It was. Do we need to send him candy hearts now or like some gooey chocolate covered caramels? <laughs> gooey. So many fun words this week, huh? Yeah. And you know, Valentine's Day is past but president's day is coming up soon president's day i love my president <laughs> joe biden yes i do you mean that rando <laughs> dude attacking flying objects ha, rando <laughs> i'm just teasing respect to president biden yes i am saving my love for dr jill who is a big eagles fan and was at the super bowl last sunday Oh, Dr. Jill, you couldn't save us. No. There's the heartbreak, the Eagles. Mm. Blah. It's sad. It really is. But you know what? See, if you're going to love, you have to sometimes lose. Poetic. <laughs> Thank you. I try. You know who else I love? Someone who really doesn't ever disappoint. I do know this one. You Bill do? Shun. That's Bill Shun. Of. So for those of you who don't know, Bill is the genius behind Spelling Bee Solver, which offers daily answers and hints to the bee, along with a searchable archive of every bee that's been online ever. And wait, can we stop real quick? Yeah. I need to talk about Bill's greatness in contrast to the New York Times. Like, <laughs> like, I didn't know they had this forum that basically is just a whole forum of spoilers. It's ridiculous. So Bill Shun's Spelling Bee Solver, if you don't know it, is not a spoiler at all. You can just find like a little bit of information or a yeah, little you can, bit you more. You can customize it to how much right. you want. So it's not like you turn it on and suddenly you're like, my eyes, I didn't want to know all the answers. What, I, <laughs> and let uh, me make a distinction, Cecilia, for for our listeners. Yes. What Cecilia is talking about is the New York Times spelling bee forum where right. people Which follow is awful. it and write it. I didn't know what that was and yeah. now I do and I'm sad about it. That's the one that I got flagged on because they said our name was a spoiler, Tom Titten Balbab. Well, I'm not going to make any friends by saying it sucks. Well, I told you, ahead. I think it's funny because like, what if your name was Colleen? Then you would be a spoiler right. too. They would have to take you <laughs> off the list. Anyway, that is different from the New York Times hints which when you're playing the B, oh. if you look at the top nav, there are various options like to see your stats and also to get hints. Wait, there is? Yeah. I know no, nothing. We don't... You know what? I just play the game. <laughs> we don't, I don't know get this what because we is. try not to take hints. And on the occasion right. when we do take hints, we always go to Bill's site. So Right. Where it's like a first yeah. letter. That's so it. So the Ugh. New York Times has its own grid and Bill has a grid. Uh, and the grid I has did not like know this. how many words for each letter and how many uh, kind of letters like for each. Okay. It's like Bill's, okay? Here's but, the difference. Bill's yes. is always correct. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you saying that the New York Times is not always yes. correct? So Bill's yeah. puzzle, and if you haven't listened to our interview with Bill, we did a two-part interview with Bill at the beginning of so season good. two. So episodes one and two of season two, Poopy Grandpapa <laughs> and uh, Bee Devotees. Both of those have interviews with Bill, who talks about his system. And Bill bases his hints on the actual puzzle after it comes out. It's kind of proprietary, so we're not sure of the exact system, but that's what he does. 
Apparently, the New York Times doesn't do that. It has, well, at least Bill thinks it doesn't, because last Thursday, February the 9th, the New York Times got its own hints wrong to the spelling bee. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so people That's were great. on Twitter like, Time says that there's a G10. There's no G10. And oh my God. Bill thinks what happened is that there is a list of the words that are supposed to be included and that when the programmers put it in, they left that word out. So then the Times oh. had to like catch up and redo their grid. They didn't add the word, which she thinks was gimmicking. Gimmicking. Oh, I tried to put in yeah, a couple of times. Yeah, that's not a word. So, I'm with him. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, so Bill bases his hints on the actual puzzle. His was right all day long that day. So everybody should use Bill's hints. Nice, <laughs> nice. Times. And if you want to show Bill some love, you should make a pledge at his Patreon, and you can find that on Spelling Bee Solver at www.sbsolver.com. Awesome. And you know, we're going really long, but I know Bill also would like us to talk about the difference between a novelette and a novella. <laughs> Hold on, Bill. It's going in the housekeeping, okay? Yeah. When we do housekeeping, we'll talk about novelette and novella. I'm not sure that I'm convinced, but... Bottom line is, Bill had a corrective for us, and... You know, we're open to being wrong. Yeah, yeah, so we're yeah. going to talk about that. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. Jen, are we ready to move on yet? Almost. I have one more thing, see. Oh, my so, God. The longest intro I ever. know. All I know. Right. But this is important yes. because this is a PSA. Oh, okay. I'm this ready. is a T&B PSA. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> what does this mean? So the other week, my mom says to me, and we also heart my mom. Yes, of course. My mom said to me that one of the episodes from season two was so fast that she had no idea what we were saying. <laughs> And that I needed to check out what was going on. So I checked it out. And do you know what was going on? Did we have it playing at like triple time or something? My mom had her speed set on her podcast to one and a half. Well, right. Has this never happened to you before? Yeah. She didn't know. She didn't even know you could change the speed. And apparently she has been listening to our podcast on one and a half speed for like the entire time. But there was only one that it confused her about? All three (laughs) seasons. And there was only one that she was like, I didn't understand you. I was like, mom, how do you understand anything ever? We already talk fast. Oh my God, that's awesome. So this week she said to me, you and Cecilia are so much calmer than I thought you were. Oh my God, that she is wanted me. She best. thought that I should warn all of our listeners. <laughs> to not play listeners, on one and a half. Please check the speed that you're playing this podcast Does on. Does she know you can sure also play at halftime? I did show, I did show her that. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious that my mom never said to me before, like, I can't understand you guys. Or like, chill out, yeah. Take it down She's a couple been with of us when we're taping. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. So anyway, <laughs> PSA. Check your settings. And good one. I think now we're ready to move on. <laughs> All right, let's do it. It's time for the week in bees. This is the part of the show where we talk about the New York Times spelling bees from the previous week. Today, we're talking about bees starting Saturday, February 11th, my brother's birthday. Happy birthday, Stephen. And Happy ending birthday, Friday, February 17th. So, C, to stick with your theme, what did you love this week? Well, just because you said something about your brother's birthday, you know, it was Gus's birthday too, February yes, 14th. So Yay. I love that this week. And there were no birthday we words, Gus. sadly, but he is kind of a moppet. He is a little bit. 
bit of a mop it. <laughs> mop it, pop it. That was on uh, mop it, Saturday, pop it. I really February like those 11th. words. Yeah, they are really cute. They're just cute, right? Yeah. We had that. We had Cupid, Kiki. I kind of like Wait, Kiki. you liked Kiki? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thursday 216, Kiki. How did you like Kiki? Because I actually, it's a word I say. Get out of here. Little Kiki. Yeah, I do. When I do, do you I use think that? I use it as like, uh, you're getting a little kicky, like, uh, like a little fun. Really? Yeah. I like kicky. I don't know. I think that's yeah. a weird word. I mean, yeah. it's fine. I got it. I do. Kicky. Mm. I love accordion. Mm-hmm. Great mm-hmm. word for um, one of the pangrams. Yep. That Not was fun. Not to be confused with the melodion. Right. Exactly. Long time <laughs> since melodion's been there. Thank God. What did I not like? Well, I won't say I didn't like it, but Rick... That's a weird word to me. No, I agree. Also, Thursday 216 also thought it was a weird word. Right. And if anybody doesn't know what it means, it's... It's a pile of hay. A stack. Yeah. A pile (laughs) of hay. Or it could be a pile of short logs. Do you know also you can (laughs) rick as a verb? Yes. Like pile something up? Do you know that if you're British, you can rick as in sprain something? I saw this too. But (laughs) uh, yeah, it's one of these words that I got because, you know, you try random words like rick. Yeah. Oh, I also thought rando was weird mm, on Monday, uh, February 13th. <laughs> Can we talk 13th? about rando for a second? Let's talk about rando. So I told you that I had really mixed feelings about this because on the yes. one hand, it never counted before. So it was proof that Sam is actually open to putting new things in the B. Yeah. Another word that he recently added that I don't think counted before is uh anti or yeah, anti. I thought that was weird too. But he didn't count that before. So, you know, I appreciate the fact given conversations mm. that we've had in the past that he yeah. is expanding and i have i think i once posted on twitter when we were on twitter hey what happened to rando so i can't say i'm like entirely against it however given sam's recent embrace of ridiculous fanfic. slang words like ridic. fanfic you no know, he didn't use ridic you use ridic oh he didn't. <laughs> i used ridic Photog, he might have journo fanfic oh yeah. Doggo. It's not reasonable. <laughs> yeah, doggo. I mean, is this supposed to like get the kids into it or something? I mean, come well, on. I'm not vacay, into man. it. Well, okay. I, I like vacay. But really, I do think it's rando to just have some weird abbreviations. Okay, I don't but you like know, it. rando is only it. to be used for a person. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Wait. That seems like weirdly insulting and bad. It is. I don't think and I Mi- like that. And in Merriam-Webster, it actually says, with the definition, it is slang, usually disparaging. Oh, so now I'm even like, less pro it. I, I know. We I was kind of surprised. People. When I'm eating my cereal, I don't want a rando insult happening. <laughs> <laughs> I am angry now. You're supposed to say, when I'm eating my cereal, I don't want a rando walking into my kitchen oh. and watching me. Yeah. Oh, God, no, I can't even say it. That's mean. Yeah, it's I mean. I'm I'm anti. Nope. I'm anti. (laughs) Not doing it. But doggo, I think we've talked about doggo in the past. I can't remember. I couldn't believe it was a word. But I know that it's been in there before and I can't imagine that we didn't talk about it. But it makes no sense. What do you think doggo is? Oh, I thought it was like you little doggo. Does it mean something else? Like a dog. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is one of the definitions of it, like a cute dog. And there actually is a whole wired article called like Memings New Best Friend. And it's doggo. Memeing. Memeing. Like the, they think that it started as, uh, or like the memes new best friend. It might not have said memeing. That it's Australian slang, doggo, which what? great. I could see Australians saying that. <laughs> but there's another definition of doggo. And it's the only definition that's in Merriam-Webster 
and a number of other dictionaries. And it is part of a phrase. Which is? Which is to lie doggo. And it means to hide, to avoid notice or detection. Concealment out of sight. Am I allowed to call the doggo rando? (laughs) (laughs) The rando laid doggo with the journo. And yeah. the photog. Reading fanfic. <laughs> yes, it is totally. Yes. <laughs> Come on. I mean, the whole thing is so stupid. Like, we want real words. I mean, uh, <laughs> Speaking um, of Haya. Wait, Haya. was Haya in there? Uh, Sunday 212. Oh, H-I-Y-A. Oh. Haya, which, you know, it is in the dictionary to mean hi, but it's Wait, so Haya is in slimy. there to mean hi? Oh, my God. Yeah. And also, like, is it meant to be Haya as in like, hi-ya, like hi-ya. or is it meant to be like, hi-ya. yeah, that's what I was going, <laughs> which I guess it's not because that's probably insulting or something. Oh, this is ridiculous. Know. And yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't even know where we want to go from here. Because I don't know because we were many... supposed to be showing love and uh, like other than like the first second. Well, you know, the one way I'm going to show love is that I kind of feel like this can't be him. It's too fast a turnaround. I really, mm. I'm going back to there's a new editor and I'm not pro it. Mm. I mean, I'm sorry. The kids can find their own thing. This is not acceptable. I don't know. See, because he's been like, he included journal last summer. I remember distinctly we were at the shore when journal was in. Well, here's the thing I'm going to blame somebody else for these stupid rando people words there. Did I use it right? But I'm going to blame him for the word that got us both kind (laughs) of crazy this week. And you know what I'm talking about, right? I think so. Odia? Odia. Odia? Odia is odious. It's an oh odious word. It really no, is. O D E A Wednesday two fifteen. Last word for both of us. Last word for both going, of us. How can we not Had find the hint. one four letter word? Yeah. <laughs> Craziness. Jen it, took a letter hint, and I took a hint from Jen where she said, "If what did she say? If you're like an ancient person and wanted to go to plays or something, yeah, like something that. like that." I basically told you what it was. <laughs> yeah, except I still didn't know. I had no idea what the heck you were talking so about. It's just you, that in case I was you like, listeners don't person. know what we're talking about. Odia. Odia is the plural of Odeon. Or wait, is it Odium? Is it Odeon or Odium? Odeon. O-D-E-O-N. No, it's Odium. O-D-E-U-M. No, it's yeah, not. It is. I'm looking it up right now. Wait a minute. No. Well, you wrote to me that it was Odeon. Well, and I, I was wrong. You. It's Odium. Wait a minute. Odia, plural. Odium. What? Yeah. Okay. So Odia is the plural of odium, O-D-E-U-M, which is- No, I have Odeon. Why are you saying this? I'm looking at this. Because Merriam-Webster has O-D-E-U-M. Oh, plural of odium, but it's also Odeon. So an odium and Odeon are the same thing. Oh, that's interesting because actually I think he's included Odeon yeah, before. Yeah, I've never even heard of Odeon. And that Odeon. might be why I wrote it Have you ever you. heard of Odeon? Yeah, okay. No, so an Odeon oh and an God. Odeon are the same thing. And you know what I think it probably is, see? An Odeon is probably from the Greek and the Odeum is probably Roman. Oh, my that's God. That's my guess. Like, my based head, on... like we don't count. Uh, anyway, the point is, this. oh, okay. interesting. Wiktionary.org, not that I trust Wiktionary.org, actually has Odeons for the plural and not even odia in Ugh. any case which makes sense because odia do you realize we still haven't actually described what odium odium basically it's the place where you did plays back yeah. in the day it's a it's a theater <laughs> with a roof for ancient greece and rome and 
you know, I'm, I like archaeology. I like ancient studies. I've studied Latin and I did not know that word. Maybe I did when I was studying Latin, but most people are not going to know that word. And I just went to Greece and Rome and I know what an odion <laughs> is and I don't know what odia are. So, blah. okay. So I'm going back to it's odious. <laughs> ridiculous word. Another ridiculous four yeah. letter word that day is dopey without an E. I know. What? There what? Were, and that's not the only double spelling this week that was crazy. Hiccuped. Hiccuped. With one P and two P's. Dopey oh with my. a Y and with an EY. And then the other one that was in there, but not as explicitly, was on Thursday 216. Pricey oh. was spelled CY, which I would have spelled EY. Of course. So that day... You and my mom both got queen in like two seconds. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, you guys got queen. I don't have to think too much about it. But, you know, in one sitting, I pretty much got all the words. But, you know, like I did it in five minutes and then went to go eat or something. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I'll come back to it. And when I came back to it, it turned out that Gus had gotten the other two words. So that was it. But okay. when I saw what they were, I was like, that's how, right? Yeah. I think pricey would have taken me a long time because that's not how you spell it. It's not how you spell it. And why count that, but not ooey? Oh my gosh. Right? On the day that there was gooey, ooey right? Well, or not hat. Yeah. Like there's so, know. not hit. I don't know. It's like, because there's in so that many puzzle, words we don't count. That puzzle on Thursday 216 that included pricey, I think it was just that yeah. it was a really hard letter combination and he was yeah. pulling teeth. To I like to try to get words right. out of it. And so he was like, all right, I'll go yeah. with pricey. But I think that's true. I think I, and I kind of get it, but you're also like, it's just, it's just, it didn't need to, it didn't all. need to be there. No. Be and there. I mean, pricey is not the end of the world. Cause you know, you yeah. can guess it. Yeah. Odia. I mean, yeah, come Odia on. Is, nobody knows that ridiculous. word. <laughs> but you mentioned Ui, and I just want to yes. talk about this for a minute because so I've had this issue before where Ui is not there and I always type it in again and again, like, am I spelling it wrong? What's the right. issue? Things are ooey gooey. Like, is, why <laughs> is this not a word? Here's the thing though, see, it's not in any dictionaries. And the, Wait, it's not? No, and when you Google it, the only place it really comes up is with gooey and sometimes hyphenated to describe butter cake. Ah, uh, so you think this is because you love butter cake? <laughs> no, I don't know. I did a really brief search to try to figure out what the deal was, like who first used Ui. I couldn't find that. I mean, granted, I again, it was a quick search, but isn't that weird? That is weird. I think it has the butter cake thing, which I think is a Philadelphia cake, How, a Philadelphia thing. That is possible. But I felt like in every kid's book, it would well, be a thing. I mean, come you on. You know what the first thing I thought of when I was what? trying to think of this is? What? One of my favorite songs, Free to Be You and Me. Oh, yeah. Marlo Thomas. And is they there ate in there? gooey, gooey chocolate cake, sticky, licky, <laughs> and they sat by the water and they giggled. How do you remember that? Pretty good. <laughs> I don't know if those were actually the right words, but I know it's ooey gooey chocolate cake. Oh, wait. Oh, and they gobbled it and giggled. And then they sat by the river. I'm looking oh, at the lyrics gobbled. right now. Point is. Gobbled and giggled is good too. <laughs> anyway, ooey gooey chocolate cake. It doesn't say ooey gooey butter cake. True. Well, you're the one who said the butter cake thing, but I hear Because you. that's what's all over the internet. But so like, I can't hold it internet. against anybody now that they don't include it because apparently it's not 
actually a word? Well, I'm going to keep guessing because what was the day that you told me there was something new? It's probably rando. And you're like, I think it new was rando. word. And I was like, was oh, that's awesome. Doo-doo is finally <laughs> going to be counted. I was so sure it was doo-doo. I was so like, ah, doo-doo, finally. Nope. No doo-doo, no poopy, no poo-poo. I don't get it. Nope. nope. Still not in there. Rando. <laughs> <laughs> bleepable. Hey, bleepable was not a word on Friday. And I yes, so think, many ables were not a word. I was like, oh, pinnable. That's the big yeah, word. But nope. specifically bleepable. I think that we should do a demonstration of what would be bleepable. Oh, so you say a bunch of stuff and then wait, I'm going to see you it. say it. You never say I don't like to bleepable. say bleepable things, but you I like do. to say bleepable things. Wait, what Go are for the it. seven words you can't say? <laughs> Crap. I don't know the rest of them. <laughs> there was plenty to demonstrate bleepable. Excellent. There you have it, listeners. That was bleepable. You know, it's funny. I didn't really even consider that we were talking about today, which is Friday mm-hmm. the 17th, which of course we should. Yeah. I don't know where you are. I'm past genius, but I've done it very quickly. I'm still on amazing. Okay. But this day is annoying to me because it's one of those days where there's just a mm-hmm. thousand words that end in able. Yeah. And then he doesn't count them all, which mm-hmm. I get because there's a ton, but it's also right. annoying because you're like, well, did I try planable yeah. or did I not? And yeah. like, you can't remember what you got, what you didn't get. And there's just so many mm-hmm. weird spellings. And there doesn't seem to be any reason why like some of them count and some of no, them don't. It's very frustrating. The only thing I like about today, I'm going to say one, I like one of the mm-hmm. pangrams. I'm not going to say it in case. I don't know who's gotten okay. it or hasn't. The second thing is today is a bingo. Oh, so one of the few hints I do take is bingo. And it was a bingo that led to a good word. So that's all I'm going to say, even though this is going to tape way after, but Jen hasn't finished. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you're not spoiling it. And you'll like it. You'll like the bingo. Listeners don't know what a bingo is. It's when there is at least one word that starts with every letter in the puzzle. Yeah. So saying I don't take hints is not really true. I do look to see how many pangrams and if it's a bingo before I start. Just so I have, I don't know. I like to know what I'm working with. That's all. It's like knowing what time the train is supposed to come. Yeah, yeah, the train to be land. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one, and then we have to move on, I think. Yes. Monday, 2.13, that draconian puzzle. Uh, <laughs> it had 10 million words I in know. it. But we both finished it that day, didn't we? Which was, we did. Oh, I know what happened. You finished it, and I was like, oh. I know. I didn't think you were going to try. Oh, I, I didn't like, want what? to at all, but you did. And I was so I close. So then I did. Your the last couple words, I think, kind of sucked. So, well, anyway. I was not that happy with the fact that draconic was one of the pangrams, as was draconian and accordion, because accordion, I was like, draconic, so isn't that like the same as draconian, except not something that anybody ever uses? Hmm. But did you look it up? No. I just okay, I thought this it was... is super interesting. Okay. Particularly in light of our deep dive on Dragoon. Oh yeah. Which we learned comes from Dragon. Right. Which I think I think I cut it out of the show, but everybody <laughs> during that our original conversation, we also talked about the root of that word in Drake or Drock. And we talked a little bit about Draconian and that being the name of Greek authoritarian leaders and Draco. Yes. Draco, right. Point is draconic. Both means the same thing as draconian, which is harsh, severe. Eye for an eye kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But draconic also means relating to a dragon. Oh, really? Yes. That's weird. Not dragonic, draconic. Yeah. Cool. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And then I liked it a lot better. 
I do too. Good. Thanks for telling us. That yeah, was good. I love learning new things. Yeah. Hey. Going back to our love theme. I know. And I mostly love this week of words, but Jen, do you know what you're going to love? Oh, I know what I love. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Here we go. The word of the week. This is the part of the show where we take a deep dive into one word from the previous week's puzzles. C and I alternate each week with one of us choosing the word learning more about it, and then blowing the other's mind with our findings. <laughs> See, I am ready to have my mind blown. What's the All word? All right. Today's word is a word that's in the puzzle often. So mm -hmm. I would call this like a B word because it's one of these things. A foosby word? No, it's one of these things that you would not know. I yeah, that's foosby. Oh, Remember? is that what it is? Uh, what is it again? Say Frequently it? used spelling bee, spelling bee words. All right. Word. Okay. So the word is Siri or Siri. Mm. Siri. 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 Excuse me. The word is Siri, which is, of course, Jen. It is the plural of Cirrus. Exactly. Sierra is a word that you probably do know or that mm -hmm. lots of people probably do know. Because you have to study it when you're in school in like right. grade and you learn Which, about the cloud types. There we go. I was going to ask you, what is Cirrus? It's those wispy clouds. Ah, you are right. And I never really thought to think anything more about it because as mm -hmm. you pointed out in about third grade, maybe fifth grade, I don't know, <laughs> you learn the <laughs> we types were of clouds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Our third grade wasn't. But anyway. That's true. <laughs> but mm -hmm. do you know that's the third definition in Merriam-Webster? No, I do not know that. Yes. My mind is literally blown. There you well, go. Figuratively. Simon, <laughs> literally, my mind is figuratively, figuratively yes. blown. <laughs> the first definition is tendril. The second hmm. definition okay. is a slender, usually flexible animal appendage or projection, such as an huh. arm or a barnacle, a filament, of a crinoid, I didn't actually look up. What oh, that like means. a like of a like a sea creature. Yeah, or like, like and then a keep bug. going. A cilia, a male copulatory organ. Ooh. Okay, mm. so the point being, <laughs> copulatory. I, that's a good word. You get the idea, right? Tendril, mm. a slender yeah. projection. Okay. So those words come from 1708. In 1708, quote, a curl-like fringe or tuft from Latin mm. cirrus, which means quote, a lock of hair tendril, curl, ringlet of hair, the fringe of a garment. Okay. This is all okay. from etymology online, yeah, that, yeah. that definition. So when do we start talking about cirrus clouds, Jen? I don't know. We start talking about them in 1803. Hmm. That is when the first scientific cloud classification system Ooh. was developed by Luke Howard, an English meteorologist. Cool. Basically, Howard looks up and goes, ah, all right. That cloud kind of looks uh, <laughs> slender and, you know. And wispy, right? like a tendril. Thin, thin or brands of pulled cotton. That's just, Those ah. are cirrus clouds. Then he goes, uh, those clouds are like low spreading clouds. Stratus. Stratus, ah. which is a low layer of cloud from the Latin stratus, a spreading. Okay. Mm. And then did he also name cumulus clouds? And the last one was cumulus. Cumulus is a heap from Latin cumulus, a heap, pile, mass. Like a cumulate. Yeah, exactly. That's so cool. And that's the big mounds of snowy, fluffy clouds. So nobody tried to like classify different, I mean, probably in some other culture they did, but like within Western culture, nobody classified clouds before that. So let's put it this way. I looked up Cirrus, <laughs> right? <laughs> and Cirri. When I look up Cirrus, yes. I see in every place I look mm -hmm. up Cirrus and anything you look about cloud classification, mm -hmm. an absolute agreement that in 1803, Howard goes, I'm looking up 
We need to classify these clouds. That's so interesting. Here's how I'm doing it. He also does come up with the idea of alto for high uh-huh. clouds and nimbus for rain clouds. So we still use that yeah. today. And we have more words to classify mm-hmm. clouds today, not just mm-hmm. his original three. Though, really, those are the big three. Yeah, those are the big three <laughs> clouds. If you go to, yeah, if you go to the National Weather uh-huh. Service page, you could like get totally lost in awesome descriptions of clouds and pictures of wow. different clouds and whole clouds. It's, it's very Do you know exciting. I saw square cloud recently? Look on the page. If you look, all the kind of crazy clouds you see are going to be on it. There. I was like, something is wrong with the universe. That cloud <laughs> has a straight edge. <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah. yeah. No, this is totally a thing. And the reason you care about classifying clouds and looking Mm -hmm. at clouds, besides just it's cool and you want to talk about them Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff, is for weather forecasting. Both short and long term, the clouds really help you figure out what's going to happen with the weather, right? For short climate forecast and long term. And it's interesting, too, because if you think about it, the smartest way to think about, like, let's use them for forecasting wouldn't really be just looking up and being like, that's shaped like this. (laughs) And indeed, now we use satellites so we can get these really good pictures of the clouds. And in theory, maybe there should even be different classifications. Some people have floated that over the years. Huh. But at the moment, we've still got this classification from the 1800s based on words from the 16 and 1700s. And that is what CRI That are. is very interesting. <laughs> and now you have me interested in something that I don't think I was ever interested in before, which is the history of meteorology. Yeah. Oh, it's so interesting. And if you go online trying to go down these rabbit holes, you'll find different meteorology courses at universities. Uh-huh. Super fun. Like, I don't we probably had one of these at school, right? In college, you could have taken for your goofy science elective. And now yeah, I'm like, oh my God, if you have to waste did. a science elective, this would be great. Like it'd actually <laughs> be interesting. Yeah, as opposed to physics That's for poets, so which is what I think I took. So I don't even remember what I took. But you know, you also just made me think of a totally separate thing, but it's a cool word that we learned when we were at the Visionary Arts Museum. Mm. And that is, you know how we see things in clouds? Mm-hmm. Like you might see a dragon oh, in the I clouds. Just, yes, we just looked at this. Aha. Yeah, there's a word? name for that phenomenon. Yes. And it is pareidolia. Pareidolia. I think that's how you pronounce it. Hold on, let me see. So while you're looking Para- it up, what Jen is describing Dolia. is an exhibit that is yeah. still up right now because I was just there at the Visionary Art Museum in Baltimore, which is an art museum that uh, really focuses on individuals who usually their art might not be seen, right? Because they're they're not like uh, Rothko's, let's put it mm-hmm. that way, right? So people who are doing real art, but, you know, a little bit more um, what we might call folk art sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, this exhibit is this guy like walked around and got driftwood from all over the place and then he like like found the pictures in the driftwood, you know, and mm-hmm. then made figures really cool. from that. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. yeah. And the word again, Jen, is? The word again, hold on, I'm going to make sure I say it correctly. Pareidolia, according to the rando voice on Merriam-Webster. <laughs> Pareidolia. <laughs> so when you see things in the clouds, besides meteorologically using your imagination, Pareidolia. Right. Look at the clouds. They're interesting for so many reasons. They are, even the CRI ones. (laughs) (laughs) All right, see, I think that we probably should move on to the next part. You want to do it? The part you love, the... Well, the part you love. The wild card. That was a little feisty today. 
The wild card segment is the part of the show where we do whatever we want, and it's always fun. Today's wild card is live from New York City. Woo! We are here with Janice to talk about Trash Words with Janice Mosca. Trash Words. <laughs> Mom, what's Trash Words again? Words that shouldn't be there. Shouldn't be in the bee, shouldn't be in life. What are we saying? Shouldn't be anywhere. <laughs> just shouldn't be where. It shouldn't be. Because, yeah. I mean, they're trash. trash. Right. <laughs> we, we have trash words and we have jerk words, right? These are two different categories yeah. of words we've right. talked about. Right. So jerk words are words that we think are really words. They're just, like, too hard, right? Yeah, like, like, they shouldn't oh, yeah. be in the B. Okay? But trash words are words that we're like, hey, hey, Sam, they're not words, right? Yeah. Or, like, right. they shouldn't be words. Like, maybe they're in the dictionary, but... They shouldn't be. Yes. Or they should be two words. Okay. Or they should or, be hyphenated. Yeah, they yes. just are like not a word. And so this started when my mother called me screaming about <laughs> trash words. And now it has become a regular segment on TNB. So, Mom, what trash words you got for us? I'm very bad at keeping lists. Well, we do have a list. And a lot of these are words that Cecilia and I have already talked about. Okay. And some of which we have on our part dubbed trash words but we want to find out what your opinion is because you are the ultimate arbiter of the trash words okay for whatever let's reason. go right. <laughs> <laughs> there's a really easy first one to talk about okay fanfic mom it's not a word trash words janice can you give the listeners some background on your relationship to fan fiction I love reading fan <laughs> And specifically, what is your specific oh, fan I, I actually don't read it currently. You, Do you don't? write it? No, I don't write it. Wait, you don't read it currently? No. Really? I, don't. I really don't. Have you ever written it? No. But Even under a pen name? No. <laughs> and so, no, but the fan fiction it. you read is related to... Twilight. Twilight. Mm -hmm. Mom, <laughs> I didn't even know this whole thing existed until my mother t showed me the world of Twilight fan fiction. Well, you know that there is fan fiction for almost everything. Well, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, you, could read, read, you can read Jane Austen fan it's, fiction. It's if you really want to. It's true. I The only fan fiction I have ever read in my entire life was I read one fan fiction of my so called life. <laughs> because, because you really like Jared Leto? No, because I think I like, rewatched it when I was an adult, and I was like, "Huh, I wonder what would have happened after this." And then, and I didn't want to like use up the mental energy to imagine it on my own, uh, so I thought there must be some fan fiction out there. And I said really? to myself in my head, "Fan fiction." I didn't say there must be some fanfic out right. there that like tells me what's going to happen next. So I read one, and I was like, "Okay, now I feel satisfied." Right. I mean, I think it's a great idea to encourage people. Yeah. To write first of all, and second mm -hmm. of all, if you really like a character, well, use them. I so mean, is you know, fan fiction given... basically like people pretend they are the characters, or they just keep writing stories? At, they keep about writing the stories. stories. Yeah. They keep writing stories. Like what about happens these when the series ends, or what okay. happens when? Or what happens if they're in another situation? Yeah. And then they may, those characters may not be older. It's like Rogue One, which. In my opinion, is the best of the new Star Wars movies. Okay. Rogue One could have been fan fiction. Like somebody could have been like, "I'm gonna write about the people that were finding the plans to the Death Star gotcha. while the other people were destroying." Right. right. Okay. So now, in your I mean, people do this in films all the time. In your reading okay. of fan fiction, have you come across the word fanfic? Hmm. I had never heard that. 
No idea. And now I understand. That I'm not. I'm really not sure. I mean, I knew immediately what they meant. Right. I knew exactly what it meant, but whether I've actually seen it written, I don't think so. Okay. And like, it seems insane to me that this is something you need to both shorten and then call a real word, right? Right. right. That's nice. Right. I wonder if it's related to terrific. Terrif? Terrif? No, fanfic. If he's thinking in his head, hey, this is fan fiction and it's terrific. So it's fanfic. Uh, what? No, what? No. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there as a possibility. <laughs> all right, all right. So fan fiction, trash word. Trash word. Trash all, right. Word. all right. What do we got next? Another word that we talked about, Janice, earlier on the show is rando. Rando. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Not the slightest idea what that could mean. Well, you know what Rambo is. And yes. you know what Rando is. I know who <laughs> Rambo is. And, yeah. I, and I don't know what Rando is. But you know what random is. A it's random? Basically like ran, it's a, basically, it's a shortened so form of random referring to a person. That's the part that's so weird. It has so like a rando person. That's ridiculous. Like some rando <laughs> that's on the subway. <laughs> Thank That's you, a Dick is a better word than random. So are, we, are we you trash, trash, trash and ridic is trash. Is there, <laughs> are there levels of trash? Like, are there dumpster fire words and then, like, <laughs> small brush fire words? Like, do you think that well, there's, probably, or is yes. everything just equally trash? There are probably some that are worse than others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these yeah. are some really, yeah. really egregious ones in my head. So you, right? you I mean, say dumpster fireworks. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, this is. seems to be a, a trend. It does, doesn't it? Right, you see it all the time. Every word is, uh, mm-hmm. is shortened. Trash. Yeah. All right. Janice, this is one that is a secondary spelling that we talked about. Okay. That occurred this week. Dopey. With an E-Y and just with a Y. It means an E. Yeah, it needs an E. I, does this Otherwise, well, no, I mean, if you think about it, the O would still be a long O with a Y. Would it, though, the or would it would be, be doppy? Well, no, it would, it would have to P. be, yeah, one P. So it's still vowel, consonant, and something that acts as a Wait, vowel. is there any other word that's blank O-P-Y? Scopy? I mean, I could tell Tell a scopy. Copy? Copy. Would be copy, so copy. it would be doppy. Yeah, okay, it is. So you pronounce it doppy, right? Okay. It's just like wrong, right? It's wrong. So is this it's a wrong. trash word though? Doesn't this seems like something different? Like it seems like trash. It's, well, spelling. it's not a trash. A trash word. spelling. <laughs> yeah. Trash spelling. Ridiculous spelling. All right. Uh, Mom, I was really angry about the day that mahi mahi was in there. Mm-hmm. What do you think about mahi mahi as, as one, one word. word? I I use I used it and I got it. <laughs> and I too thought, well, but this is really two words. Yeah. Or but, but but you know it's one thing. It's one thing, but it's not <laughs> the, one word. The fish is called a mahi mahi. But it's called a mahi dash mahi. <laughs> yeah. Or a mahi no. space mahi. Yeah, usually it has a space, doesn't it? But yeah. it is. But it's both. There's both. But you could argue. I've that actually not seen that's it. That's the word name word as anywhere. the fish. It I mean, sounds it like you're not right. saying trash word though. Confusing. Maybe, trash fish. Maybe it, maybe, <laughs> it, maybe it goes in the way. Doppy. Space. Can we call it doppy? Right, right. I mean, it's not. You know, again, it's not. It's not offensive. I think we need a category called doppy words. <laughs> right. 
All right, Jen, you got anything you really want to ask? Yeah, I do. I really want to ask you about this one, Janice. Boodle. Boodle's a trash word. (laughs) (laughs) And why is it a trash word? What does it mean? What is boodle? It's like uh, treasure or money that you steal. No, that's booty. Oh, it's not also boodle? (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was also boodle. Are you sure? It makes sense because kit and caboodle. I thought that's what boodle was, too. What is kit and caboodle? Now I need the Kit is all your stuff. I thought your kit and, and boodle could be your money. You know, Wait, I can't even understand sure? if we don't even know what this means. Here, you are you sure? Hold on. Let's just look it up right here. We're all here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the dictionary, and I'm going to type in boodle. B-O-O-D-L-E. Return. A collection of a lot of persons. Oh, Caboodle. or bribe money. money. That's what I was thinking of, bribe money. Mm-hmm. Or a large amount, especially, of money. The so truth a lot is of money. I didn't know what this was. Or, but the first definition is a collection or a lot of persons. So how many people does it have to be? Could the three of us be a, a boodle? Wait, but did anyone else That's know true. that it's also a caboodle? Well, well kit and caboodle. I didn't know it was spelled is with that a what C. Kit, well, kit's not. Kit is spelled it's with a K-I-T. K. What does kit and caboodle mean? Now, I just, <laughs> well, I just told just you ask, what it means. Are we enough people to make a boodle? We're not a we, lot of we persons. We think so. We're not a lot of persons. How many personalities? <laughs> <laughs> I think there are a lot of us. Uh, I don't know. They should be more specific. Did what you does ever that know mean? the caboodle? All right, let's see. Yes, because kit and caboodle. You keep saying that. <laughs> Cecilia, do you know what your kit is? You have your mess kit. You have your, right, your toilet kit. kit. Oh, so wait. Stuff. They also, Merriam-Webster also spells caboodle with a K-A. How I spelled it in my right. mind. So, kitten caboodle is everything. The whole caboodle. Oh no, that's but it's the whole not caboodle. like a lot of people, right? It's just a, all your stuff. No, but it's that same thing as kitten caboodle. Right, but it's caboodle, all your stuff. What they're saying, or boodle, is all is a group of people. No, but I think in that case they mean it as in like a lot. Like you know, they said a lot of something, right, especially right. money. So like a lot of stuff. And kit collection of articles, usually for personal use. I think that's the one it probably refers to. Yeah. But caboodle. Oh, that's is interesting. Wait, they have a kit meaning a group of persons or things too. You no, usually no, they use have in it. the phrase the whole kit and caboodle. So, like, all of us went to here. The whole kit and caboodle went to the Whitney today. That sounds like that you could say <laughs> it like that, right? No, because I've never heard that used in terms of people. I've only heard yeah, it used in terms either. of things. By the way, folks, a kit. In dialectical British is also a wooden tub. A kit is also in soccer. You have your soccer kit. A kit is also a baby fox. We knew that. It's also a small, narrow violin. Ooh, I did not know that. Kit could, and it's also a A kit. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't know a beaver baby was a kit, too. Uh, And a raccoon baby. Okay, we gotta stop. That's the whole kitten caboodle, everybody. All kitten caboodle. (laughs) Mom, thanks for joining us for Trash Word. Do you still think boodle's a trash word? No, now that I know what it means. (laughs) It's a resurrected non trash word. Are you gonna count caboodle? That's what I wanna know next time. We'll see. All right, right. thanks, Janice. Thanks, thank you. Come back anytime. That's it for this lovely episode of Tom Titten Baobab Season 3. Sam, if you're out there listening, remember that we love you, even if we complain about trash words from time to time. Feel the love, Sam. Feel it. We also love our listeners. Woohoo! Thanks so much for being with us, and please come back next Monday when we drop a new episode. Until then, be in touch. You can find us on... 
Mastodon, Counter Social, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. Or you can email us at tomtittenbaobab at gmail.com. We want to know all about the bees you like, bees you hate, words you missed, words you'd like to know about, and what you love about the bee. If you want to share your love for T and B, leave us a review. And of course, subscribe if you never want to miss an episode. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.